this is Phil Greenwood, Wisconsin School of Business, Weinert Center for Entrepreneurship, Professor of Entrepreneurship and Strategy. And we want to wrap up today our brief series of podcasts. I believe this is part four on decision-making in entrepreneurial firms. And primarily remember in, in the last several segments, we've talked about not what the decision you necessarily make, but a process to follow. And what we're using is is a process that's been around for a long time, probably since the 60s and 70s, called the Vroom Yetin model. It came out of the Yale School of Management, uh, well-tested and, and really, very I find, very effective in, in actual application. So remember that the process really gets you to think about whether you should make a decision alone as a manager or supervisor, as a leader, uh, or whether you should, how much you should involve a group, uh, look at how much is based upon consensus versus, look, I just want information from you, or where you actually, everybody has an equal vote. So there's extremes on each one. So let's use a couple of examples uh, where we show that you know, really, there's a, there's a simple way, a couple different ways to use this, and I think examples is a good way to show that. So let's look at a case where we're in a manufacturing company, a Midwest manufacturing company that makes pumps. Uh, the driveway that, that surrounds the loading dock where the, where the parts, where the finished goods are shipped from has become really cracked and worn. Um, and the president of the company has seen that you know, it's time that we get this thing replaced. But the president, it's not a big company, you know, maybe about $5 million in sales. So, you know, spending a couple thousand dollars is a, is a good chunk of change. So the president gets a couple di- different, several different bids from contractors and finds out that the bids vary um, by as much as $3,000 a piece. And... One company, the, the lowest priced one, by the way, said lowest cost one, said that they, they'll do it, but they're going to have to change the location of the loading area for it to be handled. Um, so in addition to that, the company wants to do a plant addition uh, sometime in the next few years because they are growing like crazy as sales grow pre-pandemic. So as the president wants to decide to make that uh, decision, one, they've got to pick a, you know, pick a contractor to, to uh, fix the driveway. Two, they got to think about the plant addition, uh, what it might do to location. And three, look at the outside, the quality or lack thereof of the potential contractors uh, based on price and so on. So the subordinates that the, the president needs to identify with are the plant manager, sales manager, uh, the supervisor of engineering, and, of course, the financial person, the finance director. Um, each has some information to contribute to the solution of the problem, um, but none of them have, a, have an answer to the solution. They can provide bits and pieces, and, of course, they can provide opinions, but they can't provide None of them have complete information for an answer. So the president has to decide, well, how much should I include these people? Should I even include them at all? Or should I just make the decision myself and and use my authority? 
Well, first question that, that needs to be asked, and this is according to the Vroom Yetin uh, process, is, is there a quality factor to the decision being made? And of course, in this case, yes, there is. So secondly, you would ask the next question is, do you have uh, the significant information yourself to make a high quality decision? And at least at this point, because you haven't gone through the decision-making process of including or not including anybody, you don't, so the answer would be no. Thirdly, is, is this pro problem really structured? And of course, no, it's not, like most problems. Um, fourth, the, and the final question you would ask in this case is, uh, is acceptance of decision um, by the subordinates, the people you identified, critical to effective implementation? And I suppose you could make arguments for either way, but at least in this case, we'll assume no, it's not. So. What, what the manager, the, 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 the president should do is call a meeting to collect ideas or suggestions and basically kind of use a group solving technique where he uh, gets, gathers the information from people, but he'll, he, the president makes the decision himself. In another uh, situation, let's look at a manufacturing company and a foreman, a foreman uh, woman named... Gus, and she works on the pump assembly operations. Uh, three, three workers who are part of the uh, group and a foreman, Gus. The, for, the workers are paid on group piecework. Of course, the, the foreman paid salary. And each worker has different times on the three stations for assembly. At present, the three workers rotate the positions each hour to relieve boredom. Recently, the, co the company did a time, st time study of the group and indicated that if the group, that if each group member stayed at her position, uh, it'd be much more productive. Um, and especially if you stayed at your best position, production would go up substantially. So we'd look at kind of our roadmap for decisions that we'd want to make. Ask the first question, is there a quality factor involved? Of course there is quality of the product, quality of the work. The second question you would ask after that is, does the foreman or the manager have sufficient information to make a high-quality decision? Uh, yeah, they already do in this case. The, the foreman knows all three of the workers well, knows what they do, and is ready to go. Uh, next question you could ask then is, well, is acceptance by the three subordinates critical? Well, in this case, yeah, you want, you want to get them to buy in. The next step you would ask is if the foreman uh, wants to make the decision herself, Gus, uh, is it reasonably certain that the decision will be accepted by the subordinates? And based upon the information that was provided, where they get bored and they like to take the time off and so on, uh, the chance that it will be accepted, probably not. So finally, the, final, the, the, the next step you would ask or next question you'd ask is, okay, is it mutually acceptable or is it is it possible to have a mutually acceptable answer? And yes, it is. So in this case, you would follow a roadmap. And actually, there are roadmaps. You can find them on the web about the Vroom Yetin model all over the place. And you'd lead to yourself to what we call a type 6 decision where the foreman should use problem solving for the solution. Uh, quality may have to be sacrificed by having each, uh, by having each worker rotate the two best positions 
if that method is, is more acceptable than having them stay in their best position. So you're really looking at almost like a compromise in the, in the situation. If the foreman just ordered the uh, workers based on the results of the time study, probably would be pushback, wouldn't get accepted, and who knows what kind of problems it would be given. But on the other hand, they have enough information to make the decision, and you just have to try to explain it and get buy-in and maybe compromise so that you don't have to you don't get quite the productivity enhancements that the time study said, but at least you make some improvement by altering things to a, a better option, maybe not the best option. So that's just kind of a series of of discussing decisions. Remember, so many times in a small business, you don't have a lot of time. You don't have a lot of money. You don't have a lot of people to help you make the decision. So resources are always a constraint. So the more efficient and effective you can be at your decision-making process, not just what your decision is, but how you do it, that can be uh, as valuable or more, more valuable than the actual decision itself. Thanks.